It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Heyo. And welcome to Full Press Hockey Weekly here on YouTube.com slash Full Press Coverage, Twitch.tv slash Full Press Coverage, Twitter.com slash Full Press NHL, Facebook.com slash Full Press NHL. Mike Straw here, as always, joined by my partners in crime, my fellow bad guys, Chris Wassel, Jim Berenger, RIP to Scott Hall, as you know, if you tune in. There's a lot of wrestling fans. A lot of wrestling fans here in the full press coverage. I mean, they're everywhere. It's it's nice that we've hit a day and age where it may not be as popular as it once was, but you can at least talk about wrestling without being looked at like, you're a dork. It's like, I don't care. I love it. Let me enjoy. Let me enjoy it. But we have a very fun episode to you uh, today, brought to you by my bookie. But more on that later. We got our first sponsor read, boys. I know. I heard. It's about damn time that people better recognize the greatness that we are they're, doing. They're here. they're clearly betting on us. They're betting on us because they have just a great a great. Great group of guys, including yours truly, who, as a reminder, March twenty. Oh, come on! You know, we're gonna we're gonna see this at least eight to ten times. Wait, 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 wait! There's a prop bet on this, Jim. There's got to be a prop bet on this somewhere. I mean, it would only over sense, under right? at the number of times this guy shows his mug on this show tonight. <laughs> oh. March twenty first, starting at noon Eastern. Everywhere you can watch full press coverage. Shows, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Listen to us on the Full Press Radio app, fullpressradio.com. Trade Deadline Live. Three plus hours of the latest news, rumors, panel discussions. I'm sure Chris and Jim will join throughout the day. I have a random guest who decided to book himself, a good friend of mine, uh, Jeremy Lambert from Fightful.com. We're going yes. to have a trivia at some point where we're going to compare wrestlers to hockey players jim like i'll probably it. make sure you are on for that yeah. segment <laughs> and it's going to be it's going to be a fun time because there's not going to be a trade every two minutes though i do have some fun trivia later in the day for you guys that uh we're going to to get to but before we get in to nhl trade deadline talk Let's talk about what's going the goings ons around the league. And we'll talk about the trade that happened today and we'll we'll give our thoughts on that as well between Minnesota and Colorado. But goings ons around the leagues. Uh Toronto is trash. <laughs> Vegas except for tonight. Vegas, yeah, except for tonight. Okay, it took them long enough. Vegas is trash. And it's only starting in a second. Arizona does not want any top three pick at all because they are playing lights out. Dallas is hot on the tail, other than tonight again. Dallas is hot on the tail. And the biggest news of all is it's once again Taco Tuesday in Nashville. Mm, as the Predators are playing, and we'll keep updated. The Predators are playing host to the Pittsburgh Penguins. What are Some these Tuesdays? I want to do a full show where we just track. The taco. The taco. The taco. Because we usually only on it for the first period. But we'll do <laughs> I just want to. We like can do it. We can have some fun with this. Where we just go Taco Tuesday ham. But I, I have an idea of when to do it too. What, what what are you thinking? April twelfth. 
Let's do it. I'll take the 13th off of work already. I don't care. I want to just do one taco. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already taking the 13th off then because it's, well, my birthday. But, you know, it's like, and Turn I know the devil's going to be age of 642. Yes. I don't know. Uh, I've always felt you're only as old as you feel, and I feel 65 every day, and I wake up with some pain that I don't remember having the night before. Huh. Huh. So... When do Let's I, when, Jim, when about, do I tell him I ran like 13 miles earlier? I mean, I'd like to tell him that I, I exercise, you know, you know what my exercise involves running my ass down these stairs to the studio before the show starts. I mean, I could tell him I biked 22 miles today. So this is true. Yeah. I, know, I believe I know. you. No, no, yo go, yo, go on my Strava. It's right there. I don't oh, know what that is. I'm not smart enough. Yeah, I've seen that sucker. Yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sm- All right, Mr. I work. Remember, who controls the mute button? Don't make me Tony Reale around your horn, around the horn. And we y'all. don't get judged on points here, so it doesn't matter. Matter. It doesn't matter anyway. This is whose line is in any way mixed with around the horn. Here we go. Everything. <laughs> time is made up. Daylight savings time is probably going away or staying permanent. I don't care. I'm tired of the time change. Give me more light throughout the day. Though it is harder to put a child to bed when they're like, but it's bright outside. Anyway, hockey talk. That's why everybody tunes in. That's why we're here. The Toronto Maple Leafs have been outscored 10 to 3 in their last two games against the lowly Buffalo Sabres. They're sitting there. They can't beat anybody. They're goaltending. They can't stop a beach ball. They can't do a thing. Their defense is in shambles. They got flat out in the Heritage Classic on Sunday afternoon, embarrassed in every which way. They gave up as many bad goals as you can give up, bad angle goals. I mean, TJ Brody's playing soccer out there. Mrazic doesn't know how to hug a post. And then they're watching William Nylander fall on his keister here and while the pterodactyl known as Tage Thompson skates around him, for bounces the puck around him for an empty net, was just the icing on the cake. Watching Austin Matthews. And this is coming from someone who's a fan of both Toronto and Buffalo, mind you. I have Leafs jerseys, I got Sabres jerseys, I got hat, whatever. Austin Matthews cross-checking Darlene in the neck. Watching them be flat-out embarrassed by the Sabres twice in a week and a half should signify to Kyle Dubas that this is a team that needs to do something immediately and we'll talk more about what they can do but they don't look good so without talking about the roster moves because we'll save that for the deadline talk itself what are your thoughts when you look at this Toronto team play tonight the first 20 minutes of their game tonight notwithstanding ah damn it I can't I can't use what I wanted to use originally Jim I wanted I wanted to use the thank god Austin Matthews is finally suspended they're actually starting to play like a team tonight um so darn all right, so yeah, but they can't... actually have a pretty good record without him in the lineup. Since that's the goofy the part in this, Mike, they're actually a, almost a better team without him in the lineup at this point, because it was getting. Look, let's be honest, it was getting to him, the losing and everything. I mean, you could see it was like He's boiling over. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, all right. That being said. There is still a lot that needs to be done here. I mean, it's very clear. They have to somehow find a way to find some freaking goaltender that's willing to go there. That's that's not a guarantee. They have to make it work salary-wise. Yep. That'll that'll be fun. 
and they still do have to get some kind of defensive help because what they have there is clearly just not working. I mean, like we said, TJ Brody's still playing hacky sack somewhere um, behind the Toronto net. So you need some kind of depth defenseman because you never know when Jake Muzzin's going to go down again. Or yeah, and you never know period. if someone's going to be able to stop the puck. Right now, they got a rookie playing, Calgren, and and you know the who rookie's knows. actually better than the two starters last. right now. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it's been a mess. And speaking of a mess, and we're mm-hmm. going through these quickly because we got a lot of trade deadline talk to talk. About. Well, well, real, well, real quick. Don't okay, forget, yeah, Jim, go. Don't forget, mm-hmm. Joseph Wall came in earlier in the year and played really good for the Leafs with when as when Mrazek was out. Look. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna applaud the National Hockey League for suspending a star player, but the caveat is if you watch the whole play and you take it back from the clean hit on the Darlene by Matthews, mm-hmm. and you run the whole thing and not just the end clip, really, Rasmus Darlene's the aggressor here. I understand their cross check to if, the head. Yeah, if, battling if, the in front. Never hit, if the cross check never hits the head, there's no suspension. No, because these two guys are battling in front. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I'm perfectly fine with that. That's my whole thing. I'm watching them like whatever. It's as soon as the cross check got careless and got yes. him in neck and head. I don't care. Accidental heat of the moment. The, I'm of the mindset. The second something hits neck up, automatic suspension. I don't well, care. And that's what I and I and I like the fact that the league stuck stuck in and said, all right, we're going to give you two games here. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't think any more needed to happen. What I will say is the fact of the matter is that the league needs to decide to be like the league that came out of the 0405 lockout and tell these referees that they need to call everything, especially in overtime when star players are getting hacked on the hands, hooked, held, and everything. This isn't playoff hockey right now. We know the rule book goes out the window. But Austin Matthews, before the Heritage Classic game, gets slashed on the hands and there's no call in overtime. And the referee's standing right there. Now, withstanding the refs aside, the Toronto Maple Leafs need defensive help. They cannot leave their goaltenders out to dry anymore. It's the same old, same old with the Leafs. If they get pushed around, they don't know how to respond. Sure. Exactly. And they look again. We've talked about it once, and we'll talk about it a thousand times between now and playoffs. They look like a team on the that is determined to extend their – playoff series win drought to 18 years which it is always funny after Sabres and Leafs play I don't get involved in the trash talk because again I like both both squads which is blasphemous here um it's always hilarious watching the Leafs fans go well make the playoffs and have some success and then the Sabres fans have the easy retort of we won a playoff series more recently and they haven't been in the playoffs in, <laughs> in going on 12 years, and they've won a series more recently. It's true, though. Team. So it's always funny because I have not once seen a Maple Leafs fan on Twitter be able to respond without name-calling after that insult. Like, oh boy. go for the make the playoffs, get good, blah, blah, blah. The response always comes down to win a series more recently than we have, and then it goes to, well – I'm going to insult you for how you look. And it's always hilarious that it gets to that point. Speaking of hilarious at the point it's getting and team that isn't so good with a star player in the lineup, the Vegas Golden Knights are whopping four, eight and one since Jack Eichel returned to the lineup. They 
can't score. They you have match Max Pacioretty punching players in the head and somehow being a lot in the back of the head and somehow being allowed to stay in a game again, goes back officiating. I feel like I can do a Mike saves hockey episode on officiating every week. Yeah, you can. Uh, you, could. you could. We have they're four, eight and one. They're not playing well. Again, another team with poor goaltending, their defense is porous and they can't, they can't keep up with anybody on the scoreboard. What's wrong in Vegas, especially I know it, it takes a lot for like the Sabres fans need a lot. They like they just need something to grab hope onto. And a lot of fans are like, well, the Lucic plowing over Miller 12 years ago was like the downhill, the start of the downhill for the organization. A lot of them are hoping that what happened last Thursday is the start of something else where Peyton Krebs scores a goal, the opening goal. Alex Tuck seals it with an empty netter when they beat Vegas. And on top of that, he stole the puck from Eichel to do it. And a lot of Sabres fans are clinging to that moment. And it's one of the, but if if you're Vegas, you look at that and you look at the teams they've lost to in this stretch, Arizona easily beaten. Like these, and these losses weren't close losses, Arizona easily handed Buffalo easily handed Philadelphia easily handed Columbus shit canned like Vegas the it was a two goal deficit like they scored goals but eh, they they weren't in it at all watching that game when you're looking at the Golden Knights they went from cup contender trading for Eichel holy crap who's gonna stop them to are they even gonna make the playoffs what the hell's wrong with them right now uh injuries coaching no goalie uh there's a lot, a lot missing. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot missing. missing. No Mark Stone. No Alec Martinez. Riley Smith's hurt. Oh, yeah. Did we forget they lost Patch their identity? now hurt, too. Yeah, I mean, their entire first line is out of the lineup right now. Uh, maybe the and fact still that... still against the cap because of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you didn't Oops. want to, uh, you know, change chemistry with Chandler Stevenson up there. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you move Eichel around a little bit here. Um, they lost their identity of what this team was their first season in the league when they were misfits. They, you know, they rallied. They had something to rally around. But don't forget, this team's still an expansion team. Like, we think about this team, like, being in this league for a while because they went to Stanley Cup Final the first year and they made the playoffs every year since. This team's still an expansion team, and you're seeing expansion team woes right now, except normally the expansion team's not up against the cap. The Vegas Golden Knights are because everybody wants to go play there and everybody wants to go all in every year. Maybe they really need to take a step back, reevaluate really what they need, and go from there. And there's a lot of talk about players who are in LTIR and will they return? And Martinez, will he be able to be back? Mark Stone, I'm still a firm believer he's going to magically be ready. Um, but no but- player is Nikita Kucherov where they magically can just show up and do what they do. But don't forget, Kucherov was, pl- was skating with the team. Yeah. Before he showed up for the game one of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Everybody saw what they were doing. No one was blind to it at all. No. But this is a Vegas team. Yeah, they, they need a lot of help. If you ask me today, you you make me bet money on it. They're not making the playoffs because they just have no one. They have no depth at all. And uh, they have taken the mindset of the L.A. Rams GM of uh, F your picks, but except everything's backfiring on them where for the Rams, it led them to a Super Bowl. grand mm. different sport, but they still seem to have that same mindset. And we've already talked about the coaching. Uh, you guys obviously not a fan of nope. 
El Pete DeBoer. Nope. Uh, nope. You know who I, they, they, I still, I mean, they jumped the gun when they got rid of Gallant way too soon, but you guys know my feeling on him. Uh, Look, Boy, wait, they're not wait. winning tonight. Wait, wait, wait. Cue the update. Cue the update. It, they, it's Cue two to two. Yeah, it's two to goal. You give up two goals to the Anaheim freaking Ducks. That's something not even the Devils can do. That's, That's pretty true. impressive. Look, you, I will you, say I every will, week I say you sound like a massive hater who knows his team is 30 points back. I don't care if my team's 30 points back. I just know that team's not going anywhere in the playoffs when it comes to the playoffs. Look, look, I'll say this. We we touched on it on Twitter the other day. If this thing keeps going, this was a similar trajectory when the when the Golden Knights made the playoff, made the final, and then had a similar yep. stretch where they couldn't where they couldn't find their game and then Pete DeBoer magically showed up and got, Gerard got fired. You're getting to that point again because yeah. it's crazy, I, right? If they, like I said, if this gets to, and I, I truly believe if they lose to Winnipeg tonight, another not in the playoffs team, another likely, I mean, they're only four points back, but let's be real. Winnipeg is not one of those teams to be worried. To me, it's Dallas and Vancouver that I, I have more faith in. Look, Winnipeg uh, wins tonight. They're only two points out with teams to jump. True. I mean, so exact. Yeah, they are. They're two, the, maybe two points out. I know. It's like Vegas it's like the dilemma. The it's like hand. Winnipeg's managed to hang in there despite basically being five hundred since Maurice left. Yeah, and but that just shows how bad the bottom of that conference has been too. How mediocre they've been. But I honestly, if 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 Vegas comes out and they lose tonight, especially if they lose in regulation tonight. And then they come out again, and they end up losing on. I think they play next on Thursday against Florida. No, that's they come that's out and they lose these next two games. It's ri- if they're outside of a playoff spot by the end of this week, which is very possible. How can you go into deadline and like and and DeBoer be safe? How he can't be because you have a precedent. You fired the coach after the coach took you to a Stanley Cup final. You know you know where Pete DeBoer would be safe? If he was the coach for that shit organization run by Ron Francis, yeah, known as the true. Seattle Kraken, uh, find themselves damn near bottom uh, in the league. They are two points. <laughs> Winning percentage-wise, they are the worst, or they're the second worst team. They have two games in hand on Montreal. Only two points ahead of my, or Montreal is two games in hand on them, and they're only two points ahead of the Habs for the worst <laughs> record in hockey because oh they have the coach and GM combo in hockey. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on to the big topic of the day because I'm actually shocked they took this long to get there. Before we do, a reminder that you can find us all on Twitter at Full Press NHL and Full Press Hockey Weekly. This week is brought to you by my bookie. March is here, and the madness has officially begun. It's yes, time it for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a doodle, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting on the national championship winner, or simply looking for a player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use the promo code MSH to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And do you like how we have the code MSH? 
because even my bookie knows that Mike saves hockey because no idea I ever have is wrong and bad. I am. I have a giant ego in case anybody is wondering out there. My ego is bigger than. Uh, um, Are you bigger? Wait, do you have a bigger ego than all ego Ethan Page? Dude, Ooh. all ego Ethan Page can can't even lace my ego boots. Okay, but he he can't even come close. All right, no, he's got no, not not. Nah, nah, oh nah. oh, by the way, FYI, before we get into this next segment, um, you all be, better be prepared to pay my girlfriend at least one dollar every time we mention the word trade deadline. That's the little thing we got going. So she's gonna be a rich lady after tonight. You can pay. Oh. All right. Put it on your tab, and I'll get you never. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Okay, speaking of trade deadline, I should just – I'm going to have a soundboard for Monday, and just every time something happens, I'm going to have a trade siren. It's going to be fantastic. The NHL trade deadline is Monday, 3 p.m. We will be here, obviously, live on Monday from noon to 3.30 or so covering all the latest news rumors, but we have news because some of the trades got started early. Mainly, I mean, today I... Even the chat room is in on this. Oh, boy. Oh, there goes the dollar. Yeah. You're rolling in. Keep it money. Keep that money rolling. (laughs) (laughs) And we had Tyson Jost traded from Colorado to Minnesota for Nico Sturm in a forward swap here that, to me, the First thought I had when it popped through was the first yes. thought I had when it popped through was it's gearing up for something else from the Avalanche. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, like yesterday too. I mean, they had the Josh Manson trade, which you know, when you heard Manson's yeah. name out there, you really didn't hear him tied to Colorado. You know, Colorado came in last minute, pulled that one. Uh, and had Anaheim retain half the salary, so that was an, that was the first of many moves. Now with this move, moving out Tyson Yost, bringing in Sturm, I mean you got you have room to make one more move, which is everybody knows who is tied to him, it's and it's Claude Giroux. It's the move. And and yeah, that's immediately what I thought. So it was funny. I was recording a podcast. I was being interviewed for Fightful today for a show that's going to be airing on Thursday. And he interrupted the interview because he's a big abs fan, Jeremy there. And he he wanted to know my immediate opinion. And the first thing I thought was it's a move to make a move. Yeah. And I'm like, hopefully maybe the move happens before this airs on Thursday. So I can become like some Nostradamus of the rink or something. Uh... I don't know. Yeah. That's all I thought of. Like Yoast, it, none of it moves the needle. It just seems like it's just that one little thing to just just get some cap space going. It's, it's a spark. You know what the cruel thing about that trade is, though. Next five days. If you watch on social media, the day before, obviously it was pie day. Guess who got the pie going on the Colorado Avalanche plane? The Rock. Not, nope. No. Tyson. Tyson Jones. Yeah. Was it not? Was it Yost linked to a bunch of other teams though? Like his teams were calling about him. Yeah, teams. Yeah. This wasn't like totally out of the blue. I mean, there was talk Toronto was kicking the tires. I heard Washington. I heard Washington, Washington was kicking was tires. On, uh, Washington was in on them. It wasn't My like thought was, is, like, yeah, not out of the blue, 
my thought was where it came out of the blue is that it was an interdivision trade. I think that kind of struck me a little bit <laughs> as a, huh? Like not that Jost was traded. It was more of the fact that where he was traded uh, to, but we'll see what comes of it on both. We'll see what Bill Guerin decides to do. We'll see what Joe Sack decides to do. They were great rivals on the ice, and it seems like they're gearing up for something more. There we go again. Which which <laughs> makes it fun. It makes it fun when rivals when players who played against each other on the ice are GMs at the same time in the same division trying to <laughs> trying to get things going. I don't know. Well, I think well, I think Sackick's winning that one right now. Yeah, Sackick's kind Sackick. of winning this one. He cut he cuts cap space and he gets a more defensively responsible for forward debut. And and he gets help, a physical when they have goaltending concerns. Obviously, that having a guy like Sturm does help in front well, of the net and keep well, the puck with, out of the slot. Same mm. with Manson. Manson's a physical yep. defenseman. They've been pushed around the last two years in the playoffs. And to have a guy like Manson and now you're going to be physical, to go along with Makar, Byram, and that group, forget it. Physical! And not, physical! But they don't forget, the Colorado Avalanche haven't made the big move yet, which is potentially opening opening up $7 million in cap space mm-hmm. because yeah. no one knows the timeline on Gabriel Landeskog's return. Oh, and if I'm Colorado, my it's tough. The thing is, it's really funny when you look at Colorado for how good they are. They only sit in the middle of the pack as far as cap usage. Like that's incredible or their, their cap hit. And they also only have 46 contracts. So, like, they can easily. But, yeah, opening up cap space, like, Landis Gog, I you could very well see him thrown on long-term IR by deadline in order to facilitate that trade. And then we see them circumvent the cap like everybody does. And, again, if the system's in place that way, take advantage of it. If the system's it's, – it's not the team's fault that the – I mean, kind of. But it's not the team's mm. fault that the system sucks. So take advantage of the system that the PA and the league agreed upon. And you're kind of just dealing with that. But what does this mean? And, and we'll start with Colorado. And then uh, we'll, we'll get to some players and we'll go through the fun stuff. Fun stuff. Colorado, is it a Giroux or bust type of deadline for them? I know it's a cup or bust season. But on deadline, if you're a Colorado fan, are you disappointed after all the rumblings and everything over the past few couple months that if it's not Giroux that it doesn't matter? I don't know. Um, to me, I would be more concerned if they didn't upgrade that goaltending. Like, I, they could score. We know they could score. They just get pushed around too much in the playoffs. Like, we know they're good, but can they take it to the next level? And I'm not sure Pavel Frensos, who signed a nice deal to be a backup, or Darcy Kemper is going to put them over the edge in that Western Conference. No. And at the end of the day, like great goaltending people, people uh, don't give it enough credit and they overlook it. But great goaltending is what's going to win them. I mean, Tampa Bay without Vasilevsky, they're not, to be fair, they're not winning back to back cups. No, not even. They're not even in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I don't care what, I don't care how loaded you are up front. Like, you might get in, but you're going to get Toronto'd or Pittsburgh the last two years. Yeah, I'm going to say Toronto the last ever. Ever. Um, Speaking of Toronto, though, we did have Mitch Marner 
hit the 40 assist mark tonight, becoming the first Maple Leaf to do that in his first six seasons and becoming the second player ever to do that in his first six years and is only uh, one behind the record of Ovechkin for uh, seven. So we are a team with Colorado that, yeah, they, the goaltending is a big thing. And, that, and speaking of being physical, we record this on Tuesday, and we air this on Tuesday nights. And tonight, Tuesday night, they play a very physical Los Angeles Kings team that could be a team in the playoffs that gives them trouble if they face because of how they play. So it's it's a solid barometer. Again, it's only regular season. You only go so far. But it's still a, a, a solid barometer of how things are going to go for the abs. Speaking of how things are going, we already know Jacob Chikorin's probably not being dealt based on the MRI results. He'll be out two to four weeks. No one's, I think, going to pick that up. I don't think Arizona was ultimately going to trade him. But with him likely officially off the board, unless something comes to Arizona, ridiculous. What do What does a team like L.A. – good pivot here. What does a team like L.A. do? Because we know they were the team most interested in him. Do they just jump and go to Sherratt? But are they willing to give up a first-round pick for Ben Sherratt? No, they'll no, go they'll out. Go they'll go elsewhere. Go I think they'll I th- go uh, Calvin DeHaan. Really, I think that'll be. Uh, I think that's the play for them. I think they may look mm-hmm. to Chicago for Calvin DeHaan, a player like that. Um, they're gonna try to see if they can get a guy with terms similar to what Trickin is uh, had. Look, I agree. I don't think Trickin's going anywhere now because he's out two to four weeks. So you never know. A team might gamble and say, you know what, he'll be back in four weeks. We, we can ride it out till then because we'll have you for the playoffs. Maybe L.A., you know, decides that they like that idea and they can deal with it because they've been dealing with injuries all year. Um, obviously, John Klingberg's probably not getting traded now with the mononucleosis to Amiro Heiskanen, so that's out the window, and Dallas is still in the playoff mix. Yep. So yeah, and, there's, and they're well in there, man. Two yes. points out or a point back with four games in hand. Yeah, I mean, so if they control their own destiny, like we always say. Other than that, I don't know if they go all in on like a guy like Chirac, give up so much for for that guy. I think they'd be willing more to to part with their prospects and picks if it was a guy like Chikrin. Yep. Oh, the the funny, cruel thing is if somehow if somehow the aforementioned does happen and Claude Giroux does get traded to Colorado, he gets to play Philly that week. Like, that's crazy. That that that's just. I mean, it, thankfully, it's not like right back as soon as he gets traded. Yeah. It's at least a few nights af- after the trade deadline. But, so here's the name mm-hmm. that was floated around as far as like a, a defensive piece. Got hurt. Is expected to be back and ready to play by the weekend. Still, uh, and that's Colin Miller of the Sabers. Three point eight mil cap hit. Defenseman. Likely not going to be an expensive piece. Is that somebody, if you are in L.A. or even a Toronto where you need all the help you can get, is that somebody you, you, you look at or have any interest in that can help? I mean, you know he's got the playoff experience from his time with Vegas. And apparently Chris is a puppy sniffing into the mic. No. No, don't do it. Don't no. do it. Someone's Don't do, do it. it. If, if look, when, there's a part of me that wants him to go to Toronto just to see what would happen. Um, 
really is some kind Miller of evilness. And, and Sandine on the on the same pairing. Maybe. Oh my god, there's a there's a train wreck on ice if I've ever seen it. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's something Definitely. I would never be. I, I would I would I I mean I would I would jam my center ice every night just just to, just just to see that. But um, that being said, there is going to be somewhat of a market for him. You you have to think. Um, He's probably one of those trades that go early too. He probably goes before our lunchtime show even gets off the ground. Um, here's a here's a name. How about a guy like Brett Kulak goes to LA? I mean, it, that would be a nice that would be a nice piece for that. I mean, the problem is people are calling about him because he's got playoff experience, and and if the the Kings are going to be making the playoffs, they could use a guy like that. What about a Nick Letty? Does 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 he have any interest, or would teams be interested in him? I mean, he's, he's serviceable. He's in a team that's not making the playoffs. And Steve Eiserman, if he's if anybody's going to turn someone like Nick Letty into prize return, it's going to be the guy who has to have blackmail at all thirty-one other GMs because the, he never not doesn't fleece somebody at deadline. Um, I would, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on him. Why not? I mean. Look, you put him in the right position, sixth, seventh defenseman in L.A. Yeah, that's great. But I know L.A. wants top four defensemen right now, and that's why Chickering would be a great fit for them. But, I mean, if you have to go for mm-hmm. Letty, I mean, if you protect him, he could play the top four. Yeah, I mean, it's not horrible. It's not horrible. I mean, obviously you want to make uh, – you want to have better a better player there. But you know what? Letty's got playoff experience with the Islanders, yeah. so why not? We're going to move from defense because obviously defense is a big thing. There's teams like Edmonton, Calgary could possibly use it. L.A., Boston could use defense. Toronto could use everything. The, the, to, to the forward positions, and forwards seems a lot more maybe they get dealt, maybe they don't. And, and the one name that constantly comes to my head is Tomash Hurdle. He's made it known he kind of want he wants to stay in San Jose. San Jose has made it known they want to keep him, but they can't come uh, to an agreement at all. And there's six days until the deadline. Is this a case that you see one him being dealt, and two, if he is dealt, is this a case of San Jose trades him and then you know they'll just bring him back in the summer? Or there's a third option which is the Chris Kreider option where his name's out there potentially going to get traded. And then the day of the deadline, the extension happens. Mm. So if you were, if you were to, to, to say definitively here, six days before, would you think that's the most likely option? I think he personally stays in San Jose. I, I think they figure out a way to get this deal done. I don't think they're going to trade him unless they get blown out of the water. And they're so far apart, but the fact that both parties want to be involved and they want to – they It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I have a feeling. I wonder if it's a case of Hurdle wants to know, like, all right, maybe he's taking this to the deadline to officially sign an extension because he wants to know, what are you going to do? Like, San Jose was a playoff contender for years. When they had the Joes, and when they had Marlowe, and, and they were just they were contender for years, and they just haven't been since making the final. Uh, almost six years, God, six years ago now. Six years ago, damn. And uh, time is a thief, man. And 
But you got to think, maybe Hurdle, even though he's only he is 28, like he's likely going into his last, his only and last giant contract. Mm -hmm. And is this a case of him just going, I want to sit down and I want to get as much detail as possible about what you guys are going to do to be competitive and get back to the playoffs before signing it? Hmm. Could go that route for sure. It, it 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 is it is in the odds as they say because it's pretty much i mean if yes we found we found a a site or three that has odds on the trade deadline that's and true. right now yeah. and right now hurdles right at about 50 50 give or take i mean his odds are dead even yeah so even 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 the pundit even the pundits and experts really don't know if you know he's going to do the anti Dion Warwick, you know, is he going to find his way out of San Jose? <laughs> I want to boot you for that, but it'll mess up the layout of the show. Yep, the graphics. Uh, anyway, <laughs> another team that's kind of flying under the radar, and it actually gets into my trivia question, which I'll give to you now. What general manager has made the most NHL deadline deals in history? Ooh. Not Lou Lamorello. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna need a drink for this. Um, yeah. You know, Patrick Kane didn't get moved at the deadline. <laughs> zero. Zero. As a, as a, as a matter of fact, zero. There is a the player that play is playing on his line right now that we'll allude to later. That his odds are also dwindling. Um. Amazing what happens when you put players in positions to succeed. The oh, oh, you mean like the show. line that they were supposed to put them on the beginning of the season? Yeah. yeah. I tried to bury them instead. Do you guys Do you guys have it? You got an idea on this, Jim? Because I don't. I, 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 I was going to throw out Brian Burke, but. David Poyle. Well, yeah, deadline deal day yeah. deadline day deal say that five times fast and he enters another one with his nashville predators right up it isn't that a great segue to that wow he, uh, it's, it's almost like this guy giving all the segues should host a show on trade deadline day march 21st at noon eastern here on full press coverage i had to do it again i had to if you're just listening to this audio, you're like, what the hell is this going on? And then you're watching on video and you're just like, why oh. is he allowed to host anything? And that's <laughs> more fun this way. But Nashville tied points wise with Minnesota for third in the central one. Minnesota has a game in hand, but they're there. They're fighting for a playoffs. They're a likely playoff team. They have. Uh, UC Saros has been, and Chris, you've been on the UC Saros train all year, even to the offseason. He's been the backbone for this Predators team, keeping them in it. Does David Poyle have, do you think, pulls? Granted, this is also the GM that traded a first-round pick for Paul Gostad, notwithstanding. But it's also the same GM that pulled out Philip Forsberg for Martin Erat. So you win one, you lose one. And that win, to me, far outweighs the loss. Do you think this is a deadline where he goes out and he makes a move to get this team better for the playoffs? Or is the biggest deadline move them announcing a extension for Philip Forsberg? Oh. 
Um. Damn. He's a player no one's even talking about at this point, like about a possible trade move. Like everybody seems to think like they're going to find a way to get it done. Because again, this is another situation where both the player and the team have said, I want this to stay. The problem is, unlike with Hurdle and San Jose, who are close, these two parties are far apart. And And there's also an incendiary device in the middle of them known as a coach. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is he needs to be paid more than Matthew Shane and Ryan Johansson are getting paid per year and have some caveat of no trade, no move clause put into his... Uh, something, something contract. That's right, exactly. So I think they... I don't know if they and announced... it's not the like ex- they're a team with no space. Let's be real. Oh, it's oh, not oh. like they're a team with no cap space because they have a ton they've of cap space. got space. And Duchesne and, and jo- Johansson, Johansson are making $8 mil a year. Philip Forsberg at 27 probably should get at least nine, nine and a half. At I least mean, as much as Yossi gets. A team will give him 10 to me. Someone, if he hits the market because of how stupid money flies on, on July 1 or whenever they decide to open it again. Yeah, he's getting a 10. Yeah, he's getting a 10. So he, If he hits the open market, he's getting 10. I think nine, nine and a half gets him done in Nashville because he wants to stay. And I know it's like, well, that's not much of a discount. That's a discount <laughs> for Philip Forsberg after what he's been able to do since that most like such a one-sided trade uh, with between him and the Caps. So is this, do you think this is something where maybe Nashville focuses more on trying to get that extension done so they don't got to worry about it? Because no matter what a player says, heading into the playoffs, they could be like, oh, we'll worry about that at the end. They think about it. It's there. Think about if 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 it's their last ride, their last run with the team they basically grew up into. Is this the last run of Taco Tuesdays? Is this? No, there always be Taco Tuesdays. No matter where he is, there always be Taco Tuesdays. Okay, is this the last Nashville Taco Tuesday? I think the extension gets gets done. I think it gets done, but not on the deadline. I think they're going to use him as an own rental, and they'll announce it. Before free agency, mm-hmm. so if it doesn't get, if you think it gets done, but not before the deadline, do you think Nashville's a team that goes out and makes a trade for somebody, maybe another rental up front, uh, in a even if it's an RFA type rental? I though it's tough for me to say, like maybe a, a Dominic Kubelik would go to be traded to Nashville, but. There, there are other names out there. Do they? I think it would take Arizona would have to eat most of the salary cap hit, but do they go out and just say, you know what, give me a Phil Kessel because he can still shoot when he's motivated. I mean, it's rare, but he can shoot when he's motivated. Do they go out and trade for, I don't know, do they bring in a Richard Raquel or Ricard Richard or Ricard Raquel? Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to see what they do. Um, but they mm. doesn't. They don't look like a team that should stand pat. Let's put it that way. They shouldn't, but they might. I mean, you never know. It's, I mean, the, look, the problem is, is so many teams are up against the cap that I think it's when when the first domino falls, it it'll open up a lot of things. Um, I mean, they. I think they should add up front. 
maybe add on the back end as well, but I mean, they definitely need to add something. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to guys: do they get do they get stuck? You know, it's the old it's the old adage: if all if all the dominoes move in the end, are they the ones? You know, when the music stops and they're sitting there, basically standing where everybody's sitting, and that might happen. I mean, they have yeah. they have all the space in the world. I mean, they have they are 40, the one forty. They have forty five million dollars in projected prorated cap space right now. Which they are the one team where you come in and you go, all right, they pick one be, team they, that surprises could, you comes out and you're looking at, oh my god, they're actual contenders now. Yeah, they could be the crazy ones that go out, go out and try to get a hurdle. They could, get yeah, a hurdle. or like. And it wouldn't surprise me. Would he say, yeah, I'll go there? I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me if they don't Giroux? try and try and pry a Giroux. It would not surprise it's me. Been, one, it's been casually one, talked about they, in Nashville. Uh, they have the space. Two, it would shit on Colorado's plans, a division rival. And three, it would put them in a great position in the playoffs to not only win a round, but make a run. And it would help their power play. Definitely would help then, their power play. And he play. doesn't even have to play top line minutes. No. No, he could easily play Which middle six and be just fine. Which is what he'd be in Colorado too. So those are two situations. Like he'd be going to a situation, maybe not as good of odds to win a cup. But, it, I mean, if it comes down to goaltending, I'm taking Nashville's goaltending. I'm thinking Nashville's goaltending too. I'm just not sold on the rest of the team. No, that's why maybe a Giroux, though, does help plug up that rest of the team. Maybe they go after a guy like Braun in Nashville for Nashville, too. Like that to, Yeah, to, you get both those guys in. You send, like, a package up to Philly or something for to those two guys. Yeah. That, I mean, that's... We know a, Chuck Fletcher's a, a stupid GM. He just gave Rasmus Ristolainen 5.1 per over five years. So, we know he's gullible into doing things. Maybe you offer him, like, four seventh-round picks in the 2028 through 2031 drafts. Or you, or they could go after a guy like like a Cali Yonkrope type player. They could go after him as well. Um, you know, I think uh, I think the Nashville Predators are definitely going to be active, no doubt. But it's just going to be like Chris said. It's where the, when the music stops, are all the chairs filled? And if they are, Nashville's just standing there doing holding their hands up. Then you know. Well, we not tried, but we didn't get this, and that's a thing with Nashville. They could do that, but again. It's weird because you're look, we're thinking, oh, they could hold their hands up, do nothing, and then I go right back to that. Who's made the most deals on deadline day? Yeah, and but that, yeah, but out of all the deals he made, how many were good? Yes. I don't know. I didn't look that far. I just got the total number. I should have looked. Uh, let's be real. because uh, he's, he's pulled up because he's pulled off a lot of good draft trades too. Yeah, like that's where so that, that's where it gets that's where it gets a little muddled because you got to remember he's made a lot of moves that like worked out on draft day. Yeah, like with the Subban deal with the Devils, he he moved. I think Erat and Forsberg was in the off season too. Um, he's made a lot of moves in the off season too. Like I believe the Seth Jones and no, that was at the deadline. I believe the Seth Jones. Yeah, Ryan I Jones know the but the, the, the the yeah the crossing pass. Yeah, trade, the, call the, it. The Peter Forsberg uh, deal where they got him from Philly was a deadline deal. 
Didn't they uh, get Hartnell from Philly too? They got or a Hartnell lot of people. Went... Yeah, they Not got a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, or might have been. I know they traded two picks and Scotty Upshaw's part of that deal. Uh, the 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 Al Young crock Hartnell down deal um, uh, from Detroit with Patrick Eves. Uh, they had that epic again the Stad trade deadline deal for two picks, including a first. I uh, I don't know. The pick yeah. turned into Zemgus Gergensen's perennial all star. Um, they also acquired Mike Fisher on deadline day uh and the deadline the the trade deadline day it was a deadline day deal the philip forsberg deal okay it was a trade deadline uh, day. 2013 okay. for erat and michael lotta crazy what a deal that was so and anybody know what they're doing nothing not, not a big goose egg oh, before we wrap up because we, obviously we have an hour show we have deadline coverage coming up Monday. We have hockey, Mike Saves Hockey coming up. More per- trade deadline previews on Friday. Friday. But give me your five players. Actually, I won't go five. That's too many right now. Give me your three players that you're most interested to see what happens with not named Claude Giroux on deadline day. And I'm going to go to Chris first. And then, Jim, you can't copy any of his answers. Okay. can't copy any of them. Okay. No, really. Um, you know, my, my first one, obviously, is that I had to go Dylan Strom just because it's like he legitimately is one of those, like, players that was just – they had him dead, buried, um, buried some more. It wasn't enough. Then and there was, like, an even greater burial. Um, then he rose now, up like the Undertaker. He always does. I mean, we 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 joke about it, to be honest. But he just he kind of finds a way. So you have to. That's one. Now the other one, of course, is I I which one of those damn Devils players actually gets moved, or do they not get moved at all? So it's you know it's it, you have to you have to kind of like go there. I won't mention the one that that um, that that Jim may be interested in mentioning, um, or or maybe I wind up doing it anyway, just because it's just the do it, or, just do it. Damon Severson, will we will we finally be rid of Damon Severson in New Jersey and, and him costing us points in the standings? For as good of a defenseman as he is, does somebody wow Fitzgerald for once? And just fit, because look, the last two deadlines there have been offers for him on the table, and they just were not very good. And ultimately, they were turned down. So, is is the third is the third time actually the charm? And finally, of course, what does Ben Sherratt actually go for? I think that's that's like the you know. The, is I still don't think he go- goes for a first. I don't think he does either. I think Mm-mm. he goes for a second, and I don't even think it's – and I think it's a 2023 pick. It's not even a 2023 I, I think whatever – if a first is involved, I think it's got heavy conditions on it. Heavy conditions. Like, okay. Man, that would be – oh, that would be Ron Francis-level GM bad. Ooh. Wait, we, well, we know the market set with Manson for rentals. 
It's a second yep. and, a, and a high prospect. So that's it's what... there. The precedent is there at least. Right. For, yeah. To go this way. So that's the, if Sherratt's going, that's what he. That's where you got to start, at least. Um, for me, I'm looking. I'm going to stay with Anaheim. I, I, what, does um, Lindholm uh, get moved as well? Mm. He's a defenseman. That's his name's been out there. You know, Pat Verbeek's trying to have contract negotiations with him. Do they get something done, or does he realize, hey, just got to move him? Because I, from everything I've been told and read. He even if he stays, he's testing the waters and he's going to free agency. So mm. might as well get something for him now and have somebody else deal with it. Um, what do the Vancouver Canucks do? Connor Garland, Brock Besser, do those guys move? Um, the Penguins are interested in those guys. Um, you know, what about up in Montreal? Stay up there, Chris. Arturi Lekkinen, does he move at the deadline? Uh, he's a name that's continuously been out there. And Mike, you mentioned Detroit earlier. Uh, seems like they're open for business. D- d- would be would we be shocked if Steve Eisman pulls off another hockey trade like he did last year? Same with Fitzgerald. You could say what the Devils did to get Jonas Siegenthal, one of their better defensemen, <laughs> probably their best defenseman for a third bum, round bum, pick. Bum, 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 bum. Does he do that again? I mean, that's the stuff I'm kind of intrigued for for the deadline on Monday. What hockey, trade, what hockey trades happen? If there's one GM to make it, it's definitely Stevie Y. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm keeping an eye on if Tyler Batuzzi ends up being part of that hockey trade. I also a possibility. He's got one year left on his contract, but it, if there's one thing Eiserman's not, he's not afraid. He's not afraid to do something that might ruffle mm-hmm. some feathers. If anything, there's no player on that team that's untouchable, including the captain. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Vegas. Oh, boy. It's not good. Vegas is Vegas down to nothing. We do have an update on Taco Tuesday. He did not score. But he got an assist. He was close. He was close. He did not score. <laughs> All right. po- he so got real a point. Quick. So prop bets. He got a point. So we're, we're my 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 three names, like mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Batuzzi is the one. Brock Besser oh. is the other is two, and then Andrew Cop. Do the do the Jets hold on to him or do they move on? And if they win tonight, I mean that might probably we'll see where they're at Monday. And that's the thing. I, I, last year we have we have four minutes. Mm-hmm. Last year there were. Uh, only 17 deals made on deadline day. Yeah. COVID had a lot to do with that restrictions and players when they'd be able to play. Yeah. Two years ago, there were 32 trades, which was a record on deadline day. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling we're more towards that than we are to last year because, and I think more happened on deadline day this year than, than that. I think we could also hit that surpass that record because you have teams like a Winnipeg who could very well by Monday, be in a playoff spot if they mm-hmm. win out, win all their three games they have between now and Monday, and Vegas continues to Vegas, and Dallas and Vancouver continue to lose. Everybody behind those three teams in front of Winnipeg are currently on a losing streak. So if things continue, Winnipeg can find themselves there. So it's a weird time where even teams that you thought should be sellers don't know if they're sellers just yet, and they're waiting until Monday. 
So mm-hmm. that is going to be the most interesting thing to me to watch is Monday. I don't think it happens first thing Monday morning. They should no. wait for all the deals between 12 and 3. That <laughs> usually, wait, but usually the first deal happens like at 11, maybe 10. No, we, we might get some small deal. Like well, that's midnight. what I'm saying. Like, well, maybe, but like usually when everybody's trade coverage starts in the morning at like eight, yeah. the first deal don't happen for like three hours. I know. And then yeah. they're, they're playing acoustic guitar about Marty Biron's hairline. <laughs> and I mean, it might happen. I might have to pull out my guitar off the wall and, and, and serenade some people with like Chelsea yeah. dagger or something. If the Blackhawks make a move or something stupid, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But. It, we have it's possible. six days between so now and then. And in that meantime, make sure you are at fullpresshockey.com for all your latest trade deadline news and rumors. We are going to have, going up later this week, our full trade tracker, our rumor tracker. We have everything on Full Press Hockey, Full Press NHL on Twitter and Facebook. Follow Chris at Chris Wassel DFS. Follow Jim at Jim Berenger. Follow myself at Mike Straw Media. Tune in Friday for Mike Saves Hockey. Because it's trade deadline, I'm going three straight weeks. Usually it's every other, but we're going three straight weeks for the month of March. And then tune in Monday, March 21st from noon till after till just after 3.30 for NHL Trade Deadline Live. Until next time, this has been Full Press Hockey Weekly. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Take care, and we'll speak to you again soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.